0: Ladies and gentlemen, all over the world, welcome to a brand new episode of Prime Talk with Rodimus Prime. I'm yours truly, the one and only Rodimus Prime, here on this Thursday, August 19th, 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a busy week ahead of us. We've got Rampage tomorrow in Chicago. A lot of people are talking about a certain debut, a certain person. The talk has been going rampant. Then we got this weekend, uh, SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 36 SummerSlam on Saturday. Which is very odd for a WWE pay-per-view to be on a Saturday. But I think because they have a, a boxing match or something like that going on later on in the night. Whatever the case may be. And then NXT TakeOver 36 on Sunday on Peacock. Both shows will be on Peacock. So I thought to myself, you know, instead of trying to do one take, instead of trying to do one prediction show, then do another, why not just add both shows and put them all on one podcast? Don't that make sense? As they say, kill two birds with one stone. Uh, if you go to the Prime Talk Facebook page, I have a list of shows coming up. I will get you, I will get you that review, that vintage review of SummerSlam 1998. Just wait on it. I'm like Drake. Just wait on it. It's coming. With the way things have been going these last couple days, I haven't quite been done with SummerSlam 98, but it is coming. So be on the lookout for that. Vintage review, SummerSlam 1998. My goal is to do it tomorrow. That way I can uh, focus on SummerSlam this year. I'm trying to get that out before SummerSlam. So again, be patient. If it's after SummerSlam 98... If it's, if it's after SummerSlam on Saturday, then you know what? So be it. So be it. But it is coming. Anyway, we are going to start off with uh, predictions for both uh, SummerSlam and TakeOver. Let's just get into the swing of things. WWE SummerSlam is this Saturday on Peacock in Las, Ve- in Las Vegas from Allegiant Stadium. Of course, the two big matches on the card... Goldberg challenging Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. And Roman Reigns defending his Universal Championship against one John Cena. I'll talk more about those two matches a little later. But in no particular order, let's get on with this card. Um, Last I checked, there were 10 matches on the card. I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, put two of those 10 matches on the kickoff show. In which they need to. Because this is a loaded show. I mean, let's just be honest about it. This is a loaded show. They got some good matches. The storylines, the buildups to these matches, per se, have not been great. I'm going to just go ahead and be honest with you. If we are being honest, these buildups to these matches, some of these matches have not been pretty great. But anyway, I digress. But like I said, in no particular order. Let's get on with the SummerSlam card. We have Eva Marie taking on Alexa Bliss. Eva Marie will be accompanied to the ring by her protege, Piper Niven, a.k.a. Dewdrop. Oh, boy. It's one of these things where it's like, the less I say about this rivalry, the better. Because I do not care about this. Again, I have said through the few raw reviews that I have done. Why are we getting Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie? Okay? You know Eva Marie's gonna pull out all the tricks. You know she's gonna have Dewdrop fight her battles. And she's probably gonna pull some shenanigans, right? The less I say about this rivalry, the better. That being said, I'm picking Eva Marie. I mean I'm sorry. I can't believe I just said that. I'm picking Alexa Bliss. It's been a long day. Y'all I apologize. I am picking Alexa Bliss over Eva Marie. Please ignore what I just said the first time. Alexa Bliss is my pick. Again, the less I say about that, this rivalry, the less I say about this, the better. Next, we have Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal where Veer and Shanky will be banned from ringside. This is another rivalry where I say the less I say about this, the better. Because the build-up to this rivalry i care nothing about let's not forget that sheer uh no it was veer shanky whichever one of them got 34 chair shots to the back and since then nothing has excited me afterwards drew mcintyre has threatened him with a with a giant sword and gender has sent his two goons to take to take out drew basically do his dirty work and this all started at Money in the Bank. And since then, I have not cared. Good thing this is not for the WWE Championship. But all that being said, I'm taking Drew McIntyre. Next, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We have the Usos, Jimmy and Jay representing the Bloodline, taking on Ray and Dominic the Mysterios. Now, if you recall, at the last pay-per-view, Money in the Bank, The Uso surprisingly won the tag team titles. And this, if you recall, was around the time that Jimmy apparently got arrested. So hopefully he is on his best behavior while in Vegas for the weekend. Because he cannot afford to get arrested again. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes or whatever the case may be. But the point being is, he fucked up. That being said, Ray and Dominic... You know, they've been going back and forth with the Uso since then. Ray has basically been trying to coach his son, saying, you know, you gotta do better, you gotta make mistakes, we need those belts, blah blah blah. Now I haven't been keeping up with this as of late since money in the bank. But I'll say this. This should be I this should be a decent match. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this was on the kickoff or whatever the case may be. That said, I'm taking Ray and Dominic Mysterio. However, I will not be surprised if the Usos retain, but I am picking Rey and Dominic Mysterio to once again be tag team champions. Next we have the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship as Nikki Cross, I'm not calling her by that other name, will defend against former champions Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Here's the thing, the build up to to this match has been... What's what's the what's the term I'm trying to say? Lackluster at best? Because it's just like Nikki to me she's been she's been made to look like a joke, right? I said that she would have the title no less than two weeks no more than two weeks. Surprisingly, they have proved me wrong. That being said, you know, Rhea. And Charlotte had been going back and forth and whatnot. And their rivalry was just atrocious at best. Charlotte has been on a mission to get back what belongs to her. She is looking to become 12-time women's champion, right? But like I said, I have not been too keen on this rivalry. The back and forth, the dialogue, it just hasn't moved me, so to speak. It just hasn't moved the needle for me. Now, I will say the No Holds Barred match from a couple weeks ago with Charlotte and Nikki was pretty good. Though Charlotte basically beat her like a rag though. And this week, I don't know what was going on. Didn't they have a match where it was like Rhea versus Nikki and Charlotte was at ringside or some shit like that? And then they had a tag team match with Nikki and Rhea versus Nia Jax and Charlotte. I thought that was dumb on the go-home show to SummerSlam. Which made absolutely no sense, but I think this will hopefully, hopefully, this will make up for the lackluster build to this match. That being said, I'm picking Charlotte Flair. my 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 gut in, My gut instinct says that they'll keep the belt on Nikki, but I don't think they should keep the belt on Nikki because every time Charlotte speaks, of course, they're going to chant Becky. And they're probably going to chant Becky during the match. So therefore, Charlotte Flair becomes the new women's champion for the 12th time. We have the United States Championship on the line with Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Now, besides Damian Priest doing his his forgettable stuff with Miz and Morrison. I almost said unforgettable. That rivalry should be very forgettable at this point. I think Damian Priest is a very good contender for the United States Championship. And I think Sheamus has a tough, tough match on his hands. You know, Sheamus hasn't defended the title much since winning it at WrestleMania from Matt Riddle. But I will say he's put on some good matches. I think that mask will come into play. I think these two will um, not so much tear the house down, but I think they'll have the crowd talking. And I think this will be one of the best matches on the card. Sheamus, you know, he's going to pull out all the stops. He's going to pull out all the tricks. However, I think we'll crown a new champion on Saturday. My pick is Damian Priest. Besides, like I said, besides the stuff with him and Morrison and The Miz and all this drip drip crap. I think that Damian Priest needs to be built as a really solid star on monday night raw i think he should be built as one of the main mid-card talents they have on that roster because with the way they book talent on monday night raw it really goes to show that they don't know what they're doing but they don't need to mess this guy up not taking anything away from sheamus but Damien Damien priest i think can be the guy to def- to dethrone sheamus and I think he will, so Damian Priest is my pick, and I think he will walk out of Vegas as the new United States champion. This match I'm really looking forward to, besides the Universal title match. The Raw Tag Team Championship, on the line, we have the phenomenal AJ Styles and Omos, taking on the team of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, known as R.K bro i have i can't remember a team that was more over than what they are right now i guess you can say the rock and mankind when they were the rock and sock connection they were pretty over they won the tag titles a couple times back then but i think with the way this is going this is tailor made this is tailor made for rk bro to win the tag team titles at SummerSlam. And they need to pull the trigger. They need to pull the trigger. And put the belts on those dudes. Because they are over. They are over like crazy. And then that's when you drop the boom. Right? Don't give them a long title run. You know AJ and Omas have held the belts for four months. That's good enough. You know Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. You know, Give them probably about two or three months maybe. And then you drop the boom. You drop the you drop you you drop the hammer if you will. That's what I'm trying to say. You pull the trigger. That's when Randy Orton uh, turns on Matt Riddle. I wouldn't be surprised if he did it Saturday at SummerSlam. And AJ and Omos walked out still the tag team champions in which they don't need to do. This is where you make the crowd happy. This is where you make the fans happy. This is one of those moments to me where you need to listen to your audience. Because this is what they want. This is what I want. Because I will be watching on Saturday. You understand? I will be watching on Saturday. That being said, I think this will be a really good match. RK bro is my pick. I definitely think they need to become champions. It's time. It's definitely time. All the build up and the break up and Randy Orton missing and all that type of stuff. This is where you pull the trigger. RK Bro is my pick. Next, we have Edge versus Seth Rollins. Now, I haven't been watching this too much. I've seen clips and stuff with Edge and and Rollins. You might as well say this is like the tail of the tape. You know what this match reminds me of? This reminds me of Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 19. That was basically like the tail of the tape, and they talked about that match in the past. This is exactly it. Seth has basically compared himself to Edge, you know, when he cashed in his money in the bank, when he won the Royal Rumble, blah blah blah. And you know, I, that's pretty much all I can say. There's really nothing else I can say about this match, except you you got the you got the best of both worlds. Two guys in their prime. Or one was in his prime, you know, one came back after nearly 10 years on the shelf. You got one guy who Michael Cole said pulled off the heist of the century when he cashed in at WrestleMania. I think this is going to be a standout match. This is gonna be this is probably I think a lot of people will sleep on this match despite the build. I don't see why people would want to sleep on this match. However, I'm taking Edge over Seth Rollins. Ain't no telling what type of gear Seth Rollins is going to be wearing come Saturday, but I really think this is this is the tale of two worlds here. Edge is my pick. The Rated-R Superstar stands stands tall in Vegas. Next we have the Smackdown Women's Championship as Bianca Belair, the EST of the WWE takes on the boss Sasha Banks now there was a lot of talk about this match not being on the SummerSlam card you know the whole ordeal with the house show last weekend and it got cleared to go I don't see why you would take this match off the card why you would do it on a smackdown before uh SummerSlam which would not make any type of sense to me however they are gonna have this match We all saw what happened when Sasha came back. It had been like four months since we saw her on TV since WrestleMania when Bianca beat her at WrestleMania for the championship. Uh, Sasha has basically been playing games with Bianca. She's got a new crew now with Zelina Vega and Carmella. And I'm sure they're going to get involved in the match come Saturday. Bianca basically is is on an island of her own. She's on an island on her own because she's going to have to deal with the numbers advantage. She's going to have to deal with the mind game. She's going to have to deal with Sasha. She's going to have to deal with Carmela and Zelina doing their thing. But I think in a way, Sasha, I mean, not Sasha, but Bianca can hold her own. Right. Of course, Bianca is the EST of the WWE. We've seen we've seen how strong she is, we've seen how tough she is. We've seen that she can overcome adversity when need be. But I think it will catch up with Bianca. Therefore, I'm picking Sasha Banks to once again become the Smackdown Women's Champion. She will once again stand on top of the Smackdown Women's Division because they need some fresh faces. Where is Tony Storm? Where is Tony Storm? I haven't seen her in weeks, right? The Raw Women's Division, they need fresh faces. The the you know, I can go on and on and on about the tag team division being as bad or whatever the case may be. But as far as the SmackDown Women's Division goes, they need some fresh faces. Where oh where is Tony Storm? That is my question. Next, we have the WWE Championship on the line. As Bobby Lashley, the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, accompanied to the ring. He will be accompanied to the ring by MVP, taking on Bill Goldberg, who will probably be accompanied by his son Gage. He'll probably be in the crowd to watch his daddy lose, because that's what's going to happen. You know, honestly, this match should be short. It should be sweet. It should be to the point. Uh, The build-up to this, I don't really care for. Let's backtrack here, and I've backtracked on this before. Goldberg faced then-champion Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble. For the same championship, nonetheless, and lost. Seven months later, what's happening? Goldberg is facing Lashley, who is now champion, for the same championship and will lose again. Like I said, this match should be short and sweet and to the point. There is no reason for Goldberg and Lashley to go less to go more than five minutes. Bobby Lashley should make short work of Goldberg and will possibly make short work of his son if he decides to uh, get his nose stick his nose in this, in Lashley's business. I'm picking Bobby Lashley to retain, so there's no reason why Goldberg. Should be WWE Champion, there's no reason why he should walk out of Vegas as the champion. What purpose is that serving? And last but not least, we have the Universal Championship on the line. Roman Reigns, the head of the table, the Tribal Chief, the man that rules SmackDown. And no, he's not AJ Styles, he's not the champ that runs the camp, but he is the champion nonetheless, and he will take on John Cena. You know, the build-up to this, the back and forth from what I've seen has been pretty solid. Not the best storyline per se, not the best build per se, but I like where they're what they are doing. The question is, can John Cena win title number 17? It's been a while since John Cena has held either the WWE title, well, basically the WWE title. He's never held the Universal title, but the question is, can he win number 17 can roman reigns continue to dominate hold that title and continue to be the head of the table i think so i think this match uh will be as extremely uh what's the word i'm looking for gruesome in a good way i mean not like with blood and shit but like The match itself is going to be a really good payoff to what the outcome will be. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, These two will go out there and will have the crowd at the edge of their feet. Roman Reigns, ever since coming back last year during the pandemic, he has held his own. I mean, Roman can hold his own. We all know John Cena can hold his own. But at the end of the day, what's going to happen is somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. I think Roman's gonna win, John is gonna lose. And Roman Reigns is my pick to retain the Universal Championship. I think he should win by himself, no shenanigans, none of that stuff. Therefore, John Cena goes down, possibly leaves to go shoot another movie, what have you. Who he might stay, who knows? But the head of the table, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, is my pick to Uh, win that match and continue to be the universal champion now let's talk about sunday 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 nxt takeover 36 from the covid wrestling center you know we all have been hearing about the changes with nxt and this and that and it doesn't look good but from what i've seen um, on this card i like where this oh excuse me I like how this card is shaping out to be, just five good matches from top to bottom, a solid show. Hopefully SummerSlam the day before will be a solid show, we'll see about that, but I think TakeOver will definitely be a solid one. We'll start off with the NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. Now these two were best friends, they were the first ever NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, so on and so forth. But Dakota Kai, basically to sum this up, feels left out. Raquel has been giving title shots to everybody from Ember Moon, um, who else, um, Io Shirai, so on and so forth. Those are two names that come to mind right now. And Dakota Kai was basically like, look, I'm not going to continue to play background for you, and you're not giving me a title shot. You know, I didn't watch this week's NXT, but from what I heard, the back and forth wasn't that great. But I think this match will be pretty decent. I think Dakota Kai finally achieves her dream. And I think she becomes the new women's champion. You know, Raquel Gonzalez has had a good run, I guess. But, you know, I think it's time for somebody else to become champion. I think Dakota Kai finally... Becomes NXT Women's Champion. How long has she been in NXT now? I've lost count. I've literally lost count. I mean she's been in NXT for a long time. But Dakota Kai is my pick. To finally become. NXT Women's Champion. This is basically the one match. Out of all the five matches. I'm looking forward to. How many of you. Are looking forward to Elia Dragunov. And Walter. That's my question to y'all. Like I said, I, I will be watching TakeOver, and I I like all five matches that are listed on this card, but this is the one match. This is the one match I am looking forward to the most. I don't care about Karen Cross versus Samoa Joe. We all know how the outcome of that's going to be. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, I'm tired of that. I'll talk more about that later. We got Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. I'll get to that after this. But this is the one match that will stand out or has stood out to me the most. Ilya Dragunov challenging Walter for the NXT UK Championship. Ilya Dragunov, you know, he's had some bad luck in the last couple of weeks leading up to this match. Walter's been trying to get the best of him. But I think that... Walter who has held the title for like 800 days or whatever the case may be. Ugh. I think that I think it's time that someone else becomes champion and I so bad as much as I love Walter, I love Walter, don't get me wrong. I love Walter but as bad as I as as bad as I feel like they may fuck us over. I feel like it's time. Ilya Dragunov, he will also realize his dream. He will also realize the moment that he has wanted to achieve since October last year. Ilya Dragunov is my pick in a close, brutal, hard-hitting match to become the new NXT United Kingdom champion. This is going to be a dog fight. Do you hear me? So therefore, this is going to be, to me... I'm already calling this match tonight. I don't know about y'all. I'm already calling this match tonight. So, Ilya Dragunov is my pick. And again, this is the one match out of the five I'm looking forward to the most. Next, we have the Million Dollar Championship as LA Knight takes on Cameron Grimes' as butler. But if Cameron Grimes loses, then the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, has to become LA Knight's new butler. Now, this this was fun while it lasted, or whatever the case may be. I think they'll have a decent match. But I think Cameron Grimes will become Million Dollar Champion. I think he'll pull it out this time. I think he'll he'll find a way to get it done. You know, the crowd's going to be on his side. Maybe the Million Dollar Man will get involved. Who knows? But I think Cameron Grimes becomes the new Million Dollar Champion. And saves Ted DiBiase from feeling the wrath of one LA Knight. Next, we have a 2 out of 3 falls match with Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. As much as I love these two, I am so done with this rivalry. We all have heard the talk with Adam Cole and this and that. Kyle O'Reilly, I don't know what he's got going besides desperately wanting to beat Adam Cole. That being said, you know, like I said, I am just sick and I'm just sick to death of this shit. Because the first match is going to be a regular wrestling match. The second match is going to be a street fight. The third match, which will go to a third, but they say if necessary, will go to a steel cage match. I don't know what else to say about this. This is going to be good, but I'm just, I'm just over this. I'm sick of this. And you know what? I'm going to pick Kyle O'Reilly to beat Adam Cole. And like I said, with all the talk with Adam Cole, maybe we've seen the last of Adam Cole in WWE. Maybe we've seen the last of Adam Cole in NXT. Will he re-sign? You know, we heard about that so-called meeting with him and Vince. I don't know. Nobody knows but Adam Cole, right? But clearly, if he doesn't sign or re-sign, you know, the obvious destination to me is AEW. Why? Because his girlfriend works there. And oh, by the way, she's their women's champion. But that's neither here nor there. I just want this shit to be over. I just don't care for this rivalry anymore. That being said, Kyle O'Reilly is my pick in the third fall to win a steel cage match. And in the main event, Karrion Cross defends the NXT Championship against Samoa Joe. The less I say about this, the better, because we all know what's going to happen. Karen Cross is going to lose the championship to Samoa Joe, and rightfully so. Have you seen how he's been booked on Monday Night Raw? Literally, have you seen how he's been booked on Monday Night Raw? Now, I'm not saying the guy is bad by no means, but what I'm saying is he will go down as one of the worst, if not the worst, NXT champion booked on Monday Ra- Monday Night Raw history. I mean, it's just trash with the way they booked him. Oh, by the way, he beat Jeff Hardy again. So I guess they're in a little feud, right? Like I care. Samoa Joe is on the warpath to bring respect back to to NXT by taking the title away from Karrion Kross. You know, Karrion Kross is going to hold his own. No doubt about that. Again, I'm not trying to say the guy sucks, but just the way they booked him is just garbage. These two are going to go out there and have a dogfight. They're going to go out there and tear each other apart. But we all know the outcome. Samoa Joe is going to walk out as the new NXT champion and the first ever three-time NXT champion, and rightfully so. So those are my picks for SummerSlam 2021 and NXT TakeOver 36, both Saturday and Sunday on Peacock. The question with SummerSlam is, will we see a cash-in? Will Big E get his briefcase back? Because if you recall last Friday, Baron Corbin stole his briefcase. So I guess the briefcase is fair game. But we shall see how everything unfolds on Saturday and Sunday. I will be watching. Hopefully you all will be too. That being said, I'm Rodimus Prime. You all have a good night, a blessed night. Have a safe weekend. Please stay safe with all this COVID stuff running around. I think I've talked about that enough. I say it all the time, but i want i hope and pray you all are staying safe you know because it's really rough out here but all that being said i will see you guys next time